Hi, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Catherine. We're the co-founders of Yo Massage, and you're listening to the Yo Massage Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all the things that make you feel good. The things that increase hormones to make us feel connected, happy, and loved, while decreasing hormones that contribute to stress and anxiety. The things that will ultimately improve our quality of life by making us happier and healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. We can't wait for you to feel the difference this podcast makes in your life. Today, we are going to be talking about scent and mood and memory and all of the different ways that scent can impact us in a positive way. And just a reminder that our podcast is meant to be equal parts educational, entertaining, and inspirational, and it's not intended to be a substitution for professional mental health care. Okay. So when we decided on this topic, we really were just thinking about scent and mood, and that is definitely something that came up in our research. And so I think I think we should start there. What I found is that scent can have a positive effect on mood, stress reduction, sleep, self-confidence, all this good stuff, but it's really not what we think it is. It's not that a particular scent has the same effect on everybody. So one of the things I found was that the smell of baking cookies or roasting coffee made people more inclined to help a stranger than those who weren't exposed to any scent at all. Another one was that people who worked in the presence of a pleasant smelling air freshener reported more productivity, higher goal setting, and more efficiency in their work. Another one is that during a tedious task, a positive scent made them more focused and improved their performance. And then on the other side, an unpleasant odor made people have lower tolerance for frustration, less productivity, etc. Right. And so the interesting thing here is that what makes a pleasant scent to somebody? It's cultural, mm-hmm. right? And it starts when you're in the womb. Yeah, I saw that. I saw one about the womb. Did you see the the cigarettes and garlic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense because if you think about like the different types of food we eat in different cultures, and mm-hmm. I might not think that, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a spice that I don't like, but let's say some people don't like curry or mm-hmm. something, you know, or some people don't like garlic or some people, and it's probably due to what they were exposed to as a child or like, I can't do spicy things. Like spicy Mm -hmm. doesn't, if I smell even something that smells spicy, I don't really like it. Yeah. What I found with the mood was that, yes, we have these things, at least in the Western world for these studies that, that we found are from the Western world that say these particular scents are pleasant and pleasant smells produce X, Y, Z, but it's only pleasant because we've been exposed to it and we find it pleasant. So you can use scents. This is what I thought was super powerful. Whatever scent you find pleasant, you then use that when you're doing some task or let's say when you're studying. And then if you smell that again, then it's going to help you remember those things that you were studying or it's going to help you be in a relaxed state of mind. So it's like association, basically. One example for that is there was a study in the 60s in Britain where adult respondents were asked to rate a variety of common sense. And a similar study was conducted in the 70s in the United States. And one scent that was common was wintergreen. 
And yes, that was that rated one. the lowest on the pleasantness scale in Britain and the highest in the United States. And that's because in Britain, it's associated with medicine, whereas in the United States, it's associated with the smell of candy. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of us in the United States can relate to that, where mint is a positive smell. I remember that whenever I was in school, whenever we did standardized testing, they would always hand out a mint to everyone to suck on during the standardized tests. It's just interesting to think about how other cultures or, you know, people from different parts of the world might perceive different scents. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you could say, I have no idea if this is the case with lavender, but everyone has this idea of lavender as being this relaxing, you Mm -hmm. know, scent. It can help you sleep and calm down. And that may be the case if you've been exposed to lavender in scenarios that are relaxing and calm. Mm -hmm. But if you were exposed to lavender in some other scenario, then you're not going to have that association. And one of the things that came up time and again when I was reading about scent is that the olfactory center, which is the scent part of our sensory system, it directly interacts with the hippocampus, which is where your memories are created Mm -hmm. and formed and stored. So that's why there's such a direct correlation. And there's no other sense (laughs) that Mm. we have that is directly interacting with the hippocampus. That's really interesting because I found something that said that if someone loses their sense of smell, it often leads to depression. And people with severe depression often have less sensitivity to odors. Mm -hmm. I would imagine it it probably is linked to memory, right? Mm -hmm. Like if if you don't have a lot of memory, that can feel disorienting and not good. So yeah, I read that too about depression. And then the other super interesting thing that I found was a link between smell and pain tolerance. Did you see that? My studies and research led me kind of in a different outcome than I guess yours did. Like It was very clear to me in the studies that I read that scent has an impact on mood and then the mood is what can potentially impact the other thing. So it's not necessarily the direct correlation between like scent, this scent makes you feel this way or this scent makes you more productive. It's the scent affecting your mood, which you having a more positive mood gives you more productivity and more focus. I think that is what I found too. So the same thing with the pain, it's that if you have a pleasant smell, Mm -hmm. particularly a sweet smell, because sweet smells activate the opioid system in the brain, Mm. that you will improve your pain tolerance. Yeah. So what I found with the pain was that it could potentially have, it takes your mind off of it, which we know from if you've listened to our other podcasts, that that's something that's kind of been reoccurring is that if you can take your mind off of it or bring your mind to another place that can help alleviate the pain and that there is a big placebo factor in the pain tolerance, which we're going to do an episode soon about placebo, but that we're not, we don't use that in a negative way. Whenever we like placebo still works. Great. Placebos are amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So they found there, there was a study where they did, they tested it I can't find it here, but I have it in my notes that they tested the placebo effect on pain with sense. And it seemed like it was largely the placebo effect that was really making people feel like 
they weren't experiencing the pain. Interesting. I think about sense, like my own experience, it has the opposite too, if you're thinking about negative things, right? So like, like I remember when my dad died, I spent a significant amount of time in the hospital. And then afterwards, I was a hospital social worker, um, like, Mm. I don't know, maybe, I guess it was four years after. And I went into the hospital. Do they all smell the same hospitals? I feel like they do. There's a distinct hospital smell. They should pump some like good smelling. For real. (laughs) Because I walked in and it was like, boosh. Like Uh. I felt, you know, I was remembering Mm -hmm. these things, you know, that happened. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to get over this. You know, I'm going to have to like have some different association with this hospital smell to like be able to get through this, you know? It definitely shows that good sense affect your mood in a positive way, which gives you other positive outcomes in bad sense, Mm -hmm. put you in a bad mood and cause other negative things to happen. It's such a simple thing that we have power over. And I think Mm -hmm. about it, there was something I read about the work environment. And I think you started talking about that where Mm -hmm. like, when there was a pleasant smell, people set higher goals for themselves. They're more efficient. They felt more confident in their work. And so it's like, why would employers not Use that. I mean, it's the same thing when you go into a spa, right? Yeah. You walk into a spa and you're like, oh, I love, you know, I know. Like, it's amazing. Immediately you smell it and you're just like, yeah, relaxed and it's amazing. Yeah. Why shouldn't we have, you know, use that know. to our advantage? Yeah. And I really related with this, with the research to the music one where it's, yes. it's really, it's 100% so subjective. It's like, it really depends on your background, your, upbringing, what sense you were exposed to as a kid, what experiences happened to you while you were exposed to those mm-hmm. scents. So it's it's really different for everyone. And that was the same thing that we found with music is that it's different for everyone. There's not one type of music that makes you more focused or one type of music that makes mm-hmm. you happier. You know, it depends on your personal preferences. And then that can help you figure out, okay, what candles do you want to buy or what yes. essential oils do you want to keep you know, around with you. Exactly. It's so personal. Mm-hmm. A yoga massage class is an experience like no other. While relaxing in a comfortable and supportive stretch and practicing mindfulness, a certified yoga massage therapist gives you that safe, comforting, feel-good touch you crave. While yoga massage classes aren't in session while we are practicing physical distancing, you can visit our website, yomassage.com, to find certified practitioners holding virtual classes. You can look forward to experiencing a yomassage class in person soon. I was thinking about that for me, and like, I really love citrus. And I think it's because I grew up in Arizona and summer was like a really happy time, you know? Yeah. And there's all kinds of citrus that is readily available there. And And I think citrus has been shown to be like kind of an uplifting scent. Yeah, I think so. In the United States, it seems like pretty much across the board, people associate citrus with positivity. Mm -hmm. And I think in other parts of the world too, there's been studies that are people associated citrus, lemon, those types of smells as as good. So so much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then on the other end of the spectrum, I know this is going to sound weird, but like, my grandma's perfume, I don't know if anybody knows this perfume. You have to be kind of older to, to know it, but it's called Charlie. It's very distinct. 
if I get a, I actually got a whiff of it. I didn't even think they made it anymore, but I got a whiff of it in the stairwell at my apartment complex Ugh. a few months ago. And I was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> Do you I like almost, it? Do you have a pleasant? Well, no, I don't have a positive association with my grandma, unfortunately. <laughs> and so it like, it's not a good, like, yeah. I don't want to smell it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I would say like, this is also a super weird one. <laughs> But like a baby's diaper, not like a dirty, not like a not like a poo, di- poo diaper, but like even just like pee. I know this is weird. Ew. Pee in a baby's diaper. There's a spe- there's a certain smell to that, and like it. It's not like I love it, but it kind of gives me that like it gives me like a warm fuzzy <laughs> okay. because of my kids. Like it reminds me of I don't know. Is that weird? I feel like me disclosing that to everybody there's got to be other people that have that same association (laughs) what are yours i really like the smell of grass Hmm. i i think that's like a midwest thing like it's very it just reminds me of summer it reminds me of like my home my house where i grew up anytime i smell grass it like i don't know it gives me a positive feeling and I don't really smell it here. I no. think it's like with people well, are always you're not mowing like in a neighbor, and like yeah. around people have yeah, grass. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, I'm not around grass where I am. <laughs> and then Matt's house, his childhood home where his parents still live, they have a wood burning fireplace downstairs. So it's just it smells like like a fireplace, like camping. Yeah, and anytime, and it's just it's a very strong, distinctive smell that like everything in their house smells like and it smells so good and I've never I don't know I've never been to someone's house where it just has that strong of a smell I do think that different people's houses have they different have different, different smells, smells yeah. but that one is just so strong and so good and anytime that Matt will send us like a package or something it always smells like that huh. and yeah I just I love that smell I did try I told you this but I Whenever I was in high school and studying for the ACT, I got really into scents and I thought that, okay, I have to have this scent when I'm studying and then I'll wear. So yeah, I was thinking that I'll get a scent and use it while while I'm studying like a lotion or a candle or something and then use that scent whenever I'm actually taking the test. You knew that like intuitively then or did you read that? Yeah, I think it was like a common thing okay like yeah See, but i didn't know that like that well was not i don't on my actually think that it's it's not really proven it's like the same thing where no i think since, it is that was one of the studies i read it was about i know i need to go look scent and, and memory it. yeah it was it was about specifically test taking i read some studies about that and i think it's really it's about the positive association that boosts your mood and then Makes you more productive. Okay, so this says, I'm just going to read this quote. On a practical level, it means that you may be able to use your sense of smell to prompt your memory when taking a test. Hertz's research suggests that your ability to recall information may be improved by inhaling an odor you breathed while absorbing information. And then it says, so fire up a stick of incense while studying, then bring a vial of that aroma's essential oil to a big test. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's BS. <laughs> I think that 
maybe in the bigger picture of like your memories, it can bring you back to like a place in your in your childhood. But remembering, helping you remember all these different like on a long standardized test where you have all these different questions that aren't necessarily the same, yeah, like that's, that's not going to help you. <laughs> or if it's like, but if it's recalling specific information then I don't I know see how I mean might... I think if it was a test with one question it's like <laughs> okay here's this one question yeah, that's, that's but it's true. like Maybe. if you have like 50 to 100 questions it seems okay so what do you think about peppermint because from what I read peppermint's like invigorating mm. and helps clear your mind and makes you able to yeah. focus better I feel that way about peppermint I think do you think that's placebo though it might be placebo. One of the things for me that peppermint, it's so strong that yeah. I like to use it for like a headache or something. If I have a headache, I'll put it on my temples because it actually burns. It does. It totally <laughs> and then it's like, burns. okay. And then sometimes it'll go into my eyes, <laughs> like the corners of my eyes and then my eyes are burning and then I forget about the headache. So. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about my peppermint thing? No. So when I was in massage school, one of my teachers, Jan would, she would always, she had an essential oil of peppermint and she would like just drop it in her mouth. And so I was like, oh, that's, I'm going to try that. And I had just gotten these new, <laughs> <laughs> and so at home, oh my, do not try this. Do not do it. It was a huge mistake. Like, I think it was one drop, probably just one drop. And I felt like I was on one side of the house and I felt like Pat on the other side of the house could smell my peppermint. <laughs> like, like if I just opened my mouth. You were like, like fire breathing yes. peppermint. And it hurt. And it was, it was awful. Oh my God. It was so bad. But did you ask her if that's what the effect I was forget. on her? Do you, think she, do you think she like watered it down or something? I'm sure she must have. <laughs> I'm sure she must have. But I used peppermint also during my test taking in massage school. Like yeah. I would I think just it helps smell focus. it or just yeah. like take a whiff, you know? Yeah, I do think that I mean, yeah, it might be the mood or just your association, but I do think that it helps me focus. I associate it more with like if I have a headache, I would use that. Or I don't know, just like any scent really, just if I'm like I don't know, on an airplane. Maybe it just takes or, your mind off. Like yeah. it gives you something else to think about. Yeah. The scents I like to keep around are peppermint because I do associate that with like if I have a headache or something, I'll use that. Lavender. There's some blends, like essential oil blends that I like, but I'll just like put it in my hand and then smell it. I do that on planes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Funny story. <laughs> So Catherine and I, before all this quarantine stuff, traveled a lot for work. And I, I forget where we were going, but I remember this one time. I think you were sitting in front of me or maybe to the side of me, but we weren't like in the same row. And I was like, oh my God, that smell. It was taking over oh, yeah, like, you the were, whole plane. You were like catty corner to me. Yeah, you were, so I think I was like in the in the aisle seat and then you were like one or two rows in front of me in the window seat. <laughs> it was very strong. But someone also had like a tuna sandwich or something. <laughs> there were a lot of smells on that plate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to do that on a plane though. I have like a little smelling routine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so one of the things is in terms of suggestions that I saw I thought was interesting is that if you smell vanilla, that it 
helps you with weight loss because I saw that. Yeah, because you feel like you're getting, you think somehow subconsciously that you're eating a treat, like a sweet thing. Mm. And so, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. And then I saw, did you see the one about like the mood mapping? No. I think it's like, it was like a company promoting their product, but it was, it's called mood mapping. And it was, they have like, I think there's seven scents, seven types of scents or whatever that they test. And I don't know if they only used participants from like certain areas, but they seem to all associate these certain scents with like specific things. And I think vanilla was one of the main ones they tested Hmm. and then citrus. And pretty much everyone associated the citrus with like energizing and happy and then the vanilla with like relaxation and and calm but i think it's just how we've been what we've yeah how we've been raised what environments we've smelled those things in yeah so i'd like to see more studies that are like across the world how people rate these certain scents right i mean Mm -hmm. that would be fascinating like in africa or in asia or you know wherever like Mm -hmm. what are the scents Maybe I want to look into that. That's going to yeah. be my post, post-podcast post work here. But yeah, so it's basically, I think, in terms of like tools you can carry forward, it's figure out what those scents are for you because it's not going to be the same for everybody like we've mm-hmm. been saying. So figure out what the ones are that help you feel relaxed or that help you concentrate or whatever and just have those on hand. It's really not that hard to carry those tiny little things of yeah. essential oils with you and and be able to use them when needed. I think that's great. I think starting to recognize scents. So whenever you smell something, try to notice if that makes you feel any way. Does it make you feel positive or negative? Yeah, getting some candles or essential oils that smell that way. I think we need to do this for the office. Like We need to have more scents here. We need to do a lot of yeah. <laughs> No one should office. ever look at our office because it's... <laughs> Kind of embarrassing. (laughs) But yeah, flowers too. Like if you're on a walk, stop and smell. Stop and smell the roses. (laughs) I know. I love it. Jasmine. I freaking love (gasps) We have a jasmine bush in our front yard and it's so strong. I didn't know what jasmine – jasmine like wasn't a thing in the Midwest or at least where I grew up. And then I think I smelt it in texas first maybe and then oh, here it's like intoxicating it's everywhere. i'm like oh, so i love it i, I just want to like bathe in jasmine <laughs> all the time i think that's one of my favorite scents down oh well let's get some for the office <laughs> yeah <laughs> i should get a jasmine tree here <laughs> Bush. but yeah so carry your favorite scents smell smell things all the time because really the research shows that if you smell a positive scent, it really does affect your mood. So the more often you can do that, mm-hmm. the better. If you, you know, if you're walking by flowers, just take a moment and stop and smell them. And then that's going to positively affect you for, I don't know if there's studies to yeah, say how long, how long, but at least for a moment. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> why not? In addition to the signature Yo Massage class, Yo Massage offers other specialized experiences such as energetic Yo Massage. In an energetic yo massage class, your practitioner will combine a traditional yo massage session with our signature energy work ritual and a healing and transformative mind-body-soul experience. As you find rest and relaxation and restorative stretches and get lost in mind-opening meditations, 
your practitioner will provide an enlightening, energetic experience. You'll leave this session feeling a true sense of transformation and tranquility. For more information, visit yomassage.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you listen. To learn more about today's topic, check out yomassage.com backslash podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next week.